Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're rocking out. Andy, what's up? Uh, welcome to the Tom Bernard Show, I suppose. <laughs> uh, something just popped up on my screen. AMD installer. A new driver has been downloaded and is ready to be installed. Should I install that? Yeah, AMD is fine, yeah. Although I wouldn't okay. install it right now because it might mess up StreamYard. <laughs> Whoops, well, I just did it. Did so, it. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. You don't need me anyway. So if we disappear. We got Tim on the line, so... Okay. Who needs you? I'm looking at Tim right now. What's Who going needs on? You, baby? Who needs you? No one. No one, baby. <clears throat> oh. So how's it going? Okay, we didn't get a round of introductions. I'm Timmy. Timmy. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somebody has to I remember my name. Somebody has to kick it off. Hey, I heard you talking about beards and Tom's inability to grow a beard. Yes. Um, you know, my and Andy, you say yours is turning from red to white. Is yep. that what's going on? It sure That's is. That's exactly my situation. And my two sons, it's funny, theirs are red right now. But that's how mine started. And eventually you got the the, the, the salt in there along with the, mm-hmm. not the, not the pepper, the, uh, I don't know, what is it? Crushed red chili <laughs> flakes? <laughs> yeah. From the pizza? No. Yeah. 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 Salt and pepperoni. <laughs> well, Mom, didn't Uncle Jeff used to have, it was like blonde hair, and then there was like a hard line, and it was just red facial hair? Yeah, Jeff had a lot of hair things. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> had, had a lot, lot of, of hair things. <laughs> he had a lot of problems oh, with his hair. Oh, very hairy back. He had a no. hairy back. Oh, gross. That's, I'm glad I don't have that. Yeah, you're yeah, not hairy. He was, uh, not he was hairy. pretty interesting with the... The whole hair. Yeah, but for me, I have these two, like, very obvious patches of white. If I grow it out even a little bit, you can tell. Yeah. They're, like, just the sides of my mouth and down. It's It looks like I took a can of spray paint and sprayed them. Oh, funny. Uh, Andy, I'm sorry, but I'm not ready to have a son with a gray beard. I know. (laughs) Hey, Michael Michael is younger than me, and his beard's starting to gray. Yeah. I'm not ready. Dad went gray at, like, what, 25? Yeah, so... Just a little just for men. Put a little just for men on there and mm-hmm. just paint it on. Works like a charm. Just get some shoe polish and <laughs> formula sixteen. Remember Grecian formula? Oh sure. Grecian formula. I'm pretty sure my dad had that. So Timmy, what's new in Hollywood, Pally? I don't know. You know, I, I find this interesting because he made a comeback. His first appearance in public last night after months and months and months was Jamie Foxx. And there's oh, still really? not- they're still not disclosing what illness he had. Oh, the, the, the word was it was a stroke. And uh, he said, though, he acknowledged the fact that he couldn't walk at first, whatever the hell got him. That'll give him but a he's stroke. Made his, yeah, it had to have been. But I don't know. Why wouldn't you acknowledge that sort of thing? It's not like um, people are going to say, well, Jamie Foxx had a stroke. We're not going to have him in our movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Foxx, he can get pretty much whatever role he wants at this point. So I, 
I don't know. I find it strange. Look, I, I'm glad that he's back. Um, I, you know, I've been hit and miss with this stuff over the years. And then I interviewed him for a movie, Daybreak, I think it was called. Day Shift. Day Shift. He was a vampire <laughs> hunter. And he was really a terrific interview. And this also came after uh, him wearing the sheriff's hat on stage to kick that guy's ass who attacked Chappelle. Remember all of that? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I, I have a particular admiration for him because of doing that. Um, but anyway, it's good to see he's back, man. That, for a while, I mean, I guess it was pretty touch and go more than they let on. That's for sure. They pretty much said, oh, he had a, a medical event and that was about it. They never told us what was going on. 55 so is pretty young to have a stroke. It can happen. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen. I mean, you can have a stroke at any age technically, but statistically at 55, you're a massive outlier. But racially, he's at higher risk for high blood pressure, hypertension, uncontrolled. Kidney disease and stroke. That is true. That's terrible. Really? You have high blood yeah. pressure, your odds of stroke go way, go way up. up. You got to yeah. keep that under control. Yeah. yeah. And so whatever the case may be, the guy is grateful now, and uh, it's great. It's great. I, I think he's he's a lot of fun as an actor. Again, you know, vampire movies, you get really <laughs> tired of them. I know that. But uh, Day Shift is really, really entertaining. If you get a chance to watch that, that's on Netflix. So check that one out. Sounds good to me. Yeah, that, that is too bad. He, so he's been uh, out of the limelight for how long now? Oh, it seems like about a year. Yeah, I, but, I, I would yeah. say several months. Several months, right, at this point. Wow. Well, God, that's too bad. Yeah, good to hear he's, he's getting back on the men, back to work. But oof. Well, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he finally posted a video uh, saying, you know, because just, you know how rumors and tabloids and social media all that kind of stuff they they it's like they almost want to see people dead sometimes right just so they it's negative yeah. uh, so he went on so he went on social media finally i think this is a good couple months ago already where he he you know he looked he looked thin and i don't know if he's gone he you know he looked like he was recovering but he had to tell people that, look, man, I'm alive. <laughs> you know, there's people out there to say I'm dead. Uh, so but that came several months after whatever happened. So that maybe five to six months. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I would imagine he's still going through rehab for whatever reason he was out for. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and now obviously he's got a greater appreciation for life. Everybody should have that, really. And hopefully by him speaking out about you know what he went through that will help people appreciate their lives too you know again you got to find some positives in here and he certainly seems to have found them right so, no, that makes sense to me. so that's yeah i'm glad to hear that he's made made a comeback so that's good because i've always enjoyed his work yeah yeah he's really really a terrific actor and and a funny comedian too i mean he's really funny so yeah yeah i, I i'm thrilled that he's back so that's pretty much the biggest thing I've read in the last 24 hours here in the mm -hmm. news cycle, entertainment news, I should say. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What else is happening? Uh, how are y'all with your series? Are you in? Sandy told me yesterday that you got a book on Fargo season four. He went through all of it. I can't believe he watched 11 <laughs> hours of Fargo. That's a that lot of Fargo. A, that's a that's power so yeah, He's that's, that's a good watch. Good show. 
I mean, it is a good show. It is a good show. I, I posted on uh, social media that we were watching it, and somebody said that they didn't like Chris Rock on there, and I think he's fantastic. What? He's terrific. You know, on I kind of forgot that he ever was an actor. I mean, he never was an actor, actor like a serious actor. He was on what Saturday Night Live. I don't really consider that acting. No. Um, and something he was on something else, but he never really acted like. Right in no. a movie. Well, he that did, he's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. Uh, no, he's just been himself, right? Hasn't he just been by? No, he did himself? top. He did a movie. Was it Tim Top Five? Where was the? He played a comedian oh. that was getting like interviewed around the city and whatever else. Yeah. Where that was more of a kind of yeah. comedic role. Dramatic. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that he acted, acted. So this was. Uh, it, it's interesting to me to watch him as an actor because I just know him as a comedian. Well, there and the surprising thing for me was uh, it's probably been a good couple of years, but he was in a movie called Spiral, the Book of Saw. So it was a Saw movie, essentially. And so they see him go down that horror film route. <clears throat> I mean, not like, you know, some horror movies can be funny. This was one of those movies that was not funny. I mean, it's one of those Saw movies. It's really, really violent and, and brutal and... He was in that, and I thought, wow, that's a, that's a nice turn for him, too. But my favorite performance of his was his live stand-up special when he went after Will Smith, finally. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That, that was a really good show. You're right about that. That, that stand-up, that, especially that he did, was really good. Well, and I always he, liked him anyway. Yeah, he, he, he played it so right, too. I mean, everybody was after him, trying to get the sound by whatever after that incident. And he just held it in, held it in. And, God, I don't know how long. Was it, like, almost a year before he came out? So he kept that all bottled up for about a year. And and it was it was really terrific when he finally let loose. Well, things like that are uh, comedic gold yeah, for oh, a yeah. good writer. I mean, that's what he's waiting yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. He, uh, what the hell else did I see him that he's coming up in something else? But yeah, I, I, I really think he's terrific. And Fargo season four, I think that's it's got to be at least a year old because season five is out. And I don't know if we yeah. talked about it. We talked about it on the, the morning show on Friday, but I am watching actually season five right now, which is as close to the original <laughs> film Fargo than any oh, of the good. other seasons so far. Yeah, it's it's a northern Minnesota, North Dakota sort of story. John Hamm is in it. Juno Temple plays the mom that, you know, you bet, John. I, I think they lay that on too thick, but <laughs> I, I think yeah. we could go through this recording today afterwards and probably find that in there ourselves, even though we don't want to admit mm -hmm. it, you know. Oh, well, we definitely know people, <clears throat> Natalie Green, that have those. Um, yeah, <laughs> we sure do. God love her. God love her. Mm -hmm. Shots fired. Yeah, she's, yikes. Sometimes I'm like, okay. I've mentioned it to Tim before, and it's true. When I took a job up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, <laughs> I could not understand what they were saying, and they were speaking English. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no idea. I'm like, what? <laughs> the hell are you saying it's a swedish chef the swedish chef the yep. swedish chef exactly is that is that one of those things where you have to put on captions to find out what they're saying kind of like watching a british show <laughs> yep. yeah some british British shows are it literally unintelligible oh you're right 
you're right about that. It is interesting no how much an accent can matter when it comes to understanding your own language. Yeah. And usually the more excited they get, then the harder it is to understand because mm -hmm. they'll start yeah, talking super fast or get real passionate about something. And you're like, I need you to slow down and yeah. enunciate. Yeah, my, um, my eternal example of that is always going to be Becky Goot talking to her family on the phone I and getting excited. don't even. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's like so they suddenly st start speaking a different language. Yeah, like she would be talking to me, and she'd be like, hang on just one second, my dad's calling me, and she'd get on the phone, and she'd be like, how you doing, how you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just, was just weird. Just completely dropping every consonant from every word she says. Yeah, just so strange, and like loud, and yeah. Well, and it makes you wonder, it's like, does she put on yes. an accent she for said, us? Yeah, okay. she was like, I put on like a London accent. She does. Yeah, she definitely has well, like an RP. So remember, when, remember when we had those Irish kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eugene the troubles? was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had to pretend that they had an, an English accent. Yes, for, they did. Especially the boy. I Eugene, mean, yeah. 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 Eugene definitely had to pretend because you could not understand no. a damn word they were saying. And they were speaking it's, English. Especially yeah. if you got excited. Yes. Yep. I want to know if they use that awful word that they throw around quite liberally. No. Uh, no, the they didn't. Oh. It's a different meaning over there, apparently. Yeah. Mm, I would have to guess it's probably I think true. they know it, uh, that in America you are not to use that word. Yeah. yeah. You well, know, one of my favorites of all time with Eugene, we took him to the zoo. And he comes running up to me and goes, Tom, Tom, I just saw a puff and snock. Python snock. Yeah. What? Python I just saw a puff and snock. I said, you saw a what? He goes, a puff and snock. A python snake. Yep. That accent is perfect. Python snock. Python <laughs> snock. It was just I'm python like, snock. I'm like, what? I wonder. Snack? I, do, I do wonder. It's like if you were to go to like rural Ireland and start speaking in a standard American accent, would they be, would they be like, what the hell are you saying? I can't understand. No you. doubt. No doubt about yeah. it. Sure. Yep. Sure. Oh, can you imagine some of those southern drawls? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, um, if you're talking about like a thick, like America has its thick accents for sure. But yes. like, I mean, like the, the accent you hear on every TV show. Yeah. I imagine they have grown up with it so much that they could understand it. No problem. No matter where they live, because yeah. everyone watches American TV everywhere in the world. That's true. Yeah, they do. And I'll tell you what, when your mom and I drove through Valdosta, Georgia, stopped to uh, get some gas. Oh, there were two guys talking to another. I could not understand anything they were saying. I'll tell you, they're going down. Yeah. What? Yeah, I got out of the car, and this cat came running over to me, and I said, oh, this is my first gas station kitty. And the guy was leaning against, a guy was leaning against his car, and he started talking about the owner that he feeds the, the cats. Mm -hmm. But it came 10 minutes after the conversation to process what it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like you have to, you're like replaying it over and over, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, okay. What could it be? What could it be? <laughs> well, the, you know, you, you go to South Central or you go to East LA, and there's got to be some accents there you're going to hear that, that are just, well, they have a, 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 a even words that they will use in different contexts and yep. different meanings. That are, It's great. I, but it's one of those things. It's there. It's all over the United States. Mm -hmm. Or you go to uh, down in the Cajun country. They they have that French oh, yeah. uh, Cajun that they're half half English, French, 
Cajun. It's just a bizarre language. Right. It's like the Bayou guy yeah. from uh, what's it? Not Billy Madison. The Adam. What's the football one? Happy. Oh, um, uh, Waterboy. 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 There Waterboy. you go. The yeah, the Bayou guy where he's like talking about the gator and the random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, it sounds shit. like sounds like he's played a mouth part. Yeah. 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 Well, that's where the I, I watch captions with everything. I watch. I have captions on everything. That's becoming now. more common. People I are just captioning you, absolutely everything. I read something once about how people with ADHD should always watch everything with captions, and I know so much more about what's happening yeah, when I absolutely. watch. <laughs> like now, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah, somehow reading it, I just comprehend things better reading. Well, but here's the thing. Well, when you're watching something, your brain can just kind of like wander off, and you're like yes. watching it, but. You're yeah. thinking about other things. But if you're watching it and reading, there's two ways of you to, like, In- focus. Interesting. I, I'm an exact opposite. If I'm reading, I just sort of wander off. Okay. And I, I have used to focus to and, li- and listen. And I can't. If I, if I try to read a book, I just well, go to sleep. People say, oh, I read for, like, two or three hours. I go, I'd be sleeping after I, about 15 minutes. It's different minutes. with just just reading. Like, reading huh. a book, I can read the same page five times and have no yeah. idea what it says. Yeah. But, like, with the show and the reading, for some reason, it's like, okay, it's like two ways, ways of focusing. Yep. Yeah. Isn't there even something about that in the Bible, the, the Tower <laughs> of Babel? That's where babbling came from? That God punished people because they weren't wouldn't cooperate, so they punished them by making them speak different languages they couldn't understand. I thought it was because they were building a tower to yep. heaven. They were building, building a tower, tower to heaven. heaven. So he yeah. was like, well, just, uh, we'll just make we're a bunch of different languages. So you can't. <laughs> ain't coming up here. Yeah, exactly. You can't, <laughs> you can't like cooperate anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No. The thing is, I don't understand why modern technology, we have a nice Bose soundbar, and why they cannot boost voices. I know. And it's not so have annoying. music. Or the explosions or whatever other things are happening in a movie, blast your eardrums. Yeah. 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 Why can't they fix this with technology? And even to take it one more step, every channel should just have the same. There should be one universal level. 25 should be 25 on every channel. Yeah, there should be like a set. It's like, you know, the sag after a volume (laughs) quotient or whatever that they should all require to encode at. Because it is, it's kind of ridiculous that every channel can pick their own volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andy, and, there you go. Maybe you can make an app for that. And all the video there games do that. Maybe you can you can select whether you want the music yep. or the voices yep. or anything. You can adjust the the mm-hmm. sound so that you're hearing what you want to hear. Oh, every time I play yeah. a new video yeah. game, I turn the voices way up and I turn everything else much farther yeah. down, and it makes it much easier to understand. Yep. Yeah, and you have there's a sound bar in here that it says it boosts the voices, but I don't, I don't know yeah. if it actually does. I mean, it well, really it, needs to. Some, you can to boost that out. voice to a degree. Um, it's actually it's going to get a lot better in the future. I can tell you that much. But for right now, just like cheap technology like sound bars, all you can really do is boost certain frequencies, which not everything in that frequency is a voice. Mm-hmm. So it's going to boost other stuff, oh, and it's going to sound weird. How hard can it be? Well, we now have AI that can very, it does a really good job of isolating vocals. Like you can put songs through it yep. and it will give you the vocals and they're crystal clear. And oh. I, in the future, I think they're going to be putting that sort of technology in huh. things like sound bars, but 
it's going to be a long time before it's a real time process. Or a they, long time. Well, they can release well, separating the- <laughs> separating that. Song, that's what they did with the new Beatles song to get Lennon's vocal. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've done it myself. You can do it online. It's it's a layman thing at this point, but it does take a while. You're not going to be able to do it real time. You know, yeah, mom's not kidding. Honest to God, we turn the sound bar. She turns up, turns it up because you can't hear the voices. And then if there's an explosion, my God, is it loud. I, know, I have to sit there and ride the gain on the, on the yeah, remote. I know. Yeah, your TV down there is horrible with volume. It's like you have to well, sit I, there the whole I time. I have a nice Bose sound bar, and it still yeah. is the same. You have a, your dynamic range is too high. See if you can yeah, lower it. your dynamic range, Mom. Dynamic mm-hmm. range. Yeah, Mom. All right, I'll, I'll work on that. How did dynamic you not know range, that? Mom. Okay, I got to go. Out of here? What? Toodles, poodles. Three minutes early. Three minutes early. Three minutes early. I want to not eat my salad in my car and <laughs> spill dressing on my lap like I did yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been there. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Andy goes, I've been there. I know what you're talking about. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So, Timmy, yes, sir. what else is new? Any good new TV shows that are coming out? Because well, I'm telling you, season four of, uh, of Fargo is phenomenal. Well, I would watch season five after that. I mean, I yes, think you could absolutely. watch any, 
it's a great show. Um, yes. I started watching a new one last night called Obliterated. Yes. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Next, I loved it. And I've only seen two of the episodes so far. It's really great. I mean, it's a great show. Mm -hmm. But I said there I, were a lot of wieners on it. They, well, not because, of me, but what I am, I, I'm shocked though at the, the the explicit nudity. And again, you're right. There are a lot of wieners. <laughs> uh, and 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 of course the violence. I guess what I like about it is the fact that you got these guys who actually created Cobra Kai behind it. Oh, so they got, oh, okay. they got they made that show a huge hit on yep. Netflix even though it's streamed somewhere else for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So they, they're doing whatever the hell they want to do. And, you know, I'm just sitting back thinking, oh, you know, I just love that because, you know, people are getting offended and who gives a rat's ass. Mm -hmm. They're just letting it all fly. Yep. And I love that. I love the fact that you can have a show that just goes balls to the wall crazy. Poor and that's what this show is, right, Kevin? Yeah, that's you summed it up perfectly. And it gets more to the wall the further down mm -hmm. the uh, every episode. So yeah, there's there's a couple moments, and I'm not the type of person where I'm you know easily offended, but there are some scenes where I'm like, yeah, I could have done without. Yeah, a little unnecessary. Yeah, but uh, but no, it's a good show. Well, there's a scene with uh, an appendage and some guy making a banana split, so he puts whipping cream on it. <laughs> It's yeah. like, holy Christ. Oh, yeah. They're doing whatever the hell they want with this show. Yeah. The it's male strip crazy. the male strip club scene is very, very wild. Not for the don't what let your show grandma. supposed what's the show supposed to be about? Well, there's a um it, it, they're in Las Vegas. There's a suitcase nuke. The Russians have a suitcase nuke in, in Vegas. Oh, okay. I don't want to okay. give away too much, but they think their job is complete when it really isn't. So the stakes are raised after that. So they're chasing down this suitcase that will it will obliterate Vegas. Is that's where the title comes from? Um, but you have this wild team of operatives. You know, some are in love with the others and all that sort of stuff. So there's weird relationships going on in between the two, and and amongst all of this is this high stakes game of getting this nuke before it blows up Vegas. Mm -hmm. So that's it in a nutshell, but I'm sure as you know, again, I've only seen two episodes. Tev Andy and Tevin, you've seen more than that or what? I've seen zero. No, I, yeah, I finished. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I pulled a Bob and just power watched it all in one uh, sitting. Cause it was, I thought it was great. Good. How many episodes are there? Uh, I believe there's six, six or eight. Yeah. Six, yeah. yeah something huh. like it's that. It's a mini series. Yeah. Uh, oh. Mike from Blaine wants to know if you have seen Dream Scenario. No, no, I haven't. That one is on my uh, radar. Um, I will see that soon, though, because I, I vote for Broadcast Film Critics Awards. So that, you know, Cage is always great. So I'm looking forward to that. Somebody wrote in not too long ago about Wonka, correct? Yes. Yeah. Which I have seen. And... It's one of the worst trailers of the year. So oh, yeah. the bar was the bar was like flatlining. It is shockingly great. Really? Huh. I couldn't believe it. It's nothing like it's a lot I don't, I don't even want to say that because it's been forever since I've seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Obviously it's nothing like Tim Burton's and Johnny Depp's 
uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This obviously, this is a prequel to the Gene Wilder film. So it's a musical. They got the Oompa Loompas look like the Oompa Loompas. Hmm. Um, they don't look like you know, munchkins? Well, they're Hugh, Hugh Grant. Okay. And so what they did was they, they shrunk them down to about two feet tall. So it's it's really interesting, but I'll be giving a full review of it next week. I don't want to get too far uh, ahead of things here, but it opens on the 15th. But I will say I didn't see that coming. And it's a musical for the most part. It's really emotional and it's really funny. It's got everything. It's it's really, really was quite a surprise. So in the canon of Willy Wonka. Yeah. Is he like. A sorcerer, or is what's the deal there? What's well, he he's a magician. He but does he have like actual like canonical magic powers, or do they no, kind of skirt around that? It seems that way. Although mm -hmm. they, you know, some of the candy he creates can result in some pretty amazing things. Yeah, it's That's like it does things that are not possible, but they never really explain that in the movie. They're never like, oh, I uh, use my you know dark powers to create this candy. It's just like, oh, no, I happen no, to have magic candy for reasons unknown. It doesn't go into that, but no. uh, yeah. Yeah, so... He's a mysterious figure. I, I think, yeah. I, I Well, not really. I mean, you get his backstory, um, but I, I think reviews are out now. But again, I just kind of like to hold on to things. I don't want to hype something up for something somebody can't see for another 11, 12 days or yeah. 12 days or whatever. I think it's the 15th that it opens, mm. but, uh, boy, uh, you know, again, it's nice. It's nice to get those surprises. I don't get them that often. That, there, that are that good. Is there a huge social outcry that they've uh, taken Hugh Grant and shrunk him down rather than using little people in these roles? Well, yeah. I, I, it, it's obvious, you know, if you're going to have, if you're not, if we have to have consistency and all these other things. Well, why there's no outcry? Why are you taking work away from these well, people? Well, but using them is they, bad, but not using them is also bad. You don't bad. use them. You don't use them. You're giving them work in That's, characters that are legitimate. Depends that, on I, who I, you ask. It's either bad or not bad simultaneously. It's a. Paradox. I don't know how the the they were written, uh, the 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 Oompa Loompas, because yeah. that that may tell us a lot. Obviously, in the Gene Wilder version they were played by dwarves yeah that's right yeah dwarf you know you got it i want to say it correctly people with dwarfism and then same thing with uh the johnny depp version and here it's different because hugh grant is if you watch the trailer you can see how big he is they put the, at one point he encases him in a jar kind of thing to keep him from wreaking havoc and so he's he's really tiny. He's like uh, two feet tall. Yeah, well, tiny so, yeah, was that tall. I don't know if that. I don't know. I you know you look at these movies and believe me, Ralph. There's another scene in here where I just know people are going to bitch. Yeah, well, and I would wonder if they're whining. Any reason to bitch about it? Of course, I'm not whining. I'm just saying. Well, this, no, let's no, have no. consistency here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, it's just. It's funny when you watch these movies because, again, I went into it being aware of that situation um, with with Hugh Grant and the controversy. But there's something else that, and it's really, really funny. I will say it, it has something to do with Keegan Michael Key's character, and it's really funny. It's not expected, and people are gonna, oh, you're shaming, blah blah blah. I, I can see it coming. It sucks, 
that, that, that you can't have fun anymore because it's just funny. That's all it is. It's just funny. You know, not at anybody's expense. It's at the character's expense. So, yeah. yeah. And I'll talk more about it when I, I don't want to see. That's the other thing. I'd be spoiling too much if I told you what it was. But Yeah. Now, didn't somebody just tell us that Fisk was on, but we've been watching it for a little while. Oh, uh, it was Doug. Doug, Doug Springfall. Springfall, yeah. Mm-hmm. That came two. up on the morning show, too. Yeah, season two. I don't think it's as good as season one. So I agree. Far. It's not as good as season one. Yeah. It's good, but it's not. Season one was spectacular. This one's good. Yeah. No doubt about it. The one thing I got to point out for, for you guys back at home, Catherine did not dye her hair, but the lighting makes her hair look bright it red. It looks really bright. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lucio Ballish. Red. Look at that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> Great lighting again. Yeah. I always get the great lighting spots. <laughs> Put her in a shove in a dark, weird corner. Well, at least at least it didn't turn red to white. Yeah. So, that's no, that's true. Hey, yeah, maybe I should go. do that. One half blonde or white and one half really red. Great idea, honey. That's Cruella wonderful. DeVille kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Cruella. I still haven't watched that. Is that a good movie? It is. It's oh very God. good. Yes. Cruella is really good. So oh, I should watch it then because Michael Bryant's been after me to watch that for a long time. Oh, yeah, it's terrific. So I have to run. So right. uh, I will talk to you Friday on the morning show. Looking forward to it, pal. Thank you. All right. Have a great week. Amy Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, bringing you Hollywood news. Hollywood. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Oh, yeah. now you can see yourself your hair really yeah. red. You really need <clears throat> to see Cruella. I will watch Cruella. It's not too long, is it? I don't have any idea, but just just the cars, the beautiful, beautiful cars, and the way it was shot, it was. It, cars. It's a, I think it's a great movie. Cruella oh. is 134 minutes, so it's oh, right a on little the, right long. in your wheelhouse. 134. Uh, oh come on, you just hey, we finally watched. Uh, what did we just watch? The long three-hour movie. No, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Dad oh. sat through the whole thing. Three hours long, baby. And actually liked it. It was a really so, good movie. So, see, things can happen. They made up a lot of stuff in that movie, though. Well, of course I they did. Sure. Yeah, I, Hollywood always has to make stuff up to make yep. their movies better. But, I mean, do you, how do you know the truth, really? I mean, I Well, I suppose it's, you know. And one thing, he does an equation for atomic, uh, you know, energy and all the rest of it. Bomb mm-hmm. stuff. Long equation. And about seven lines down, there's already a mistake in it. If you've <laughs> ever done that level of math it wasn't right and i don't know who wrote it up there. it was probably just some hun yuck that said i'll just put a bunch of stuff up there nobody's gonna right. care mm-hmm. 
That's probably no, true. Nobody thought anybody was going to be fact checking a movie. That's probably true. I was I watched a, I was watching a show where they used some sort of cord that was bomb related, but I didn't know that, so I like Googled it afterwards, and I was like, I wonder if like the FBI gets an alert, and like, do they know that I'm just watching a <laughs> yeah. show and was just curious about the thing I'm trying to build Uh-oh. a bomb. Like, Kevin's yeah. looking for like, bombs, right. man. So, like, if you're fact checking the Oppenheimer, uh, yeah. whatever equation, like. Oh, is Tom Bernard trying to build a bomb? No, he's just watching Oppenheimer. Watching Oppenheimer. But it was one of those. It was the, good. The great thing about it was showing how he just was, you know, after he got, he, he did what he had to do. He was, you know, instrumental yep. in stopping the war and how they just <clears throat> turned on him and used him for political gain. There's no doubt I about it. I was just it. like, wow, nothing has changed. Our government's been the same ever since. Well, the other thing that they brought up in that movie that I've never heard anyone bring up before and it is a fact there was no reason to bomb japan they had already surrendered and they bombed them anyway i didn't know that why uh, they bombed them? that's not what i heard that's exactly what happened because they tried to scare off russia that's what they were doing you could check it out if you want it's not an easy fact to find but they do talk about it in the movie which i was surprised hmm. i was surprised they did talk about it in the movie but you know well yeah, just such a tragic life after he got that done. Oh, he did. Well, he only lived to be 62 years old. He well, was not very old when he died. He was a major league smoker. He died of lung cancer. I he didn't smoke his brains out. And then out one of his kids, his daughter, hanged herself? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty tough. You guys ever seen the movie? It's really, it's really actually a very, very good movie. It is a great movie. I've not seen it, no. They have a scene. No, they 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 have the the scene of uh, his daughter hanging herself. No, 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 no. no, no, no thank you. So, just come, no, they do not okay. have that. But uh-uh. all right, uh, brighten things up a little from the hanged Ooh, daughter. Man, I'd say, you know. So what else is happening? Anything good? Uh, nothing good. <laughs> This is not good Kevin, news. Kevin, you, you're supposed to be scrolling for Sorry. good news since last week. That's, Nothing? Yeah, I want, I want to hear more about this wiener-centric move, this wiener-centric thing. Is that all wieners, oh. or, or is there well, it's a pres- other frontal it's, nudity? It's a precedent I, set by Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, I mean, are, I don't know if anybody's going to watch. There's a scene where a guy's getting tortured for information, and they pull out what looks like a kebab skewer, and he threatens <laughs> oh, no, to... No, no. No. Yeah. Well, he threatens no. to put it somewhere, and then he's like, "I press this button, and these like spikes spin out, and like essentially he's just gonna mutilate the hell out of this guy." Mm-hmm. And it, that was the one scene where I was like, "I can't. It's too cringy. It's yeah. I can't yeah. Do that. Well, I was, yeah, I would just so it's, it's more. It, it would be more for a, uh, a group of men who enjoy men's company to, to watch rather than." Yeah. Oh no! It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not it, that bad. Is it wiener centric or is it is a balance? Is there a balance? There's, yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely a balance because oh, well, you see goodness. just well, as men well, much uh, women genitalia and nudity as you oh. do men's. Yay. Yeah, but yeah, it it borderlines. Yeah, Yay. it borderlines. <laughs> like, is it really necessary to put this much just nudity period in the show? But yeah, it makes you think yeah. sometimes. But well, most of the episodes aren't that bad. Game of Thrones was. Her, you know that they started that i think yeah i watched five yeah. minutes of that whole series i tune in to watch game of thrones and the guy's having sex with his sister and i'm like i'm out yeah, yeah. No, no no incest in this show no, so you should be no incest and it was and according to Catherine, game of thrones was too rapey you know and i don't know, a, yeah, a little bit of that goes well none of that 
in the in movies. None of How about that? that? For me, yeah. yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think of the movie theater situation? I've been asking a lot of people about this, and you know, Tevin, you and I've talked about it on the morning show along with Brittany and AJ. That I just don't want to see movie theaters go away. Well, you know, it just makes might. It, you think it's going to happen? Yep. I think. Well, I mean, I think no matter what, ninety percent of them are going to close. Whether they all close remains to be seen, but it, the golden age of the movie theater, it's just over. It, it is because... It is over, but I'm... Just what the uh, VHS and uh, Betamax did to uh, drive-ins. Mm-hmm. Yep, you exactly. Know, streaming yeah. is doing to that because I, I asked Lindsay, well, you want to go to the movie? She says, nah, it's not. Just stay home and watch well, the stay movie. At home, stay right. home. Popcorn's better. Yep. Everything's better. You have nice drinks at home. I mean, it, yeah. just, it just makes no sense. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think I don't think they'll go away completely, but it'll change because obviously, like you know, when you had the drive-ins, well, then drive-ins kind of went away, and everybody went to these big mm-hmm. theaters, and now, well, we don't want to sit in a you know stadium-style chair; we want to lounge out a little bit more. So now you're seeing yeah. theaters that have the comfy things. Yeah. So I think you'll go to more, you know, smaller venues, more of a kind of the intimate feel where maybe you can get dinner, sit on you know your lazy boy, and watch uh, a movie in a smaller venue as opposed yeah. to the the huge. Yeah, I almost wonder if like dinner theater style seating might become a thing where it's like you got tables and like couches around these tables. So it's like a very lounge feel to it. But instead of a stage, it's a screen. Yeah. Like New Hope Cinema Grill. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, how it is. Yeah, I wonder if that might actually be a good uh, because like you said, it's if you just want to watch a movie, you don't you don't really have a good reason to go to a theater. The only objective good about a theater right now is the much bigger screen mm-hmm. which for oh, yeah. some movies it does matter but for a lot of movies it doesn't and the sound and the sound but in, it's yeah. at home you can get a really nice surround sound system for 500 bucks now if you want <laughs> you see you're, you're defeating your <laughs> argument the, the, the thing about it is that there really is no reason because you can have not as big a screen but you're closer to a, a smaller screen but still mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. giant screens are not that expensive yeah, for five thousand dollars, you have a home theater. Well, Boom. if you have the space, like yeah. in our house, there's nowhere we could put a screen like that. We'd have to. Don't you also the feel floor. that COVID just kind of made it so people really don't, after being home for so long, people yeah, are just like, maybe. hey, you know what? I, don't, I think I don't people realized, like yeah, that you don't need to and basically leave your house every day. Everything's so expensive. Everything's yep. crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the but day- I mean that was such a great thing in my childhood. You would go out, grab a little dinner. Uh, perfect example, that's the Adina Theater owned by Michelle Mann and her family. You, there's so many great restaurants around there anyway. Yeah. You go have a little dinner. You go this nice, beautiful theater. Super mm-hmm. comfortable. You got the escalator. If you want to go up to the second floor and see some up there, you can go up an escalator. Hold. It's just a great experience. Mm-hmm. And I understand the convenience. I would, Catherine and my last two houses both had movie theaters in them. You know, we had our own movie theater. Mm-hmm. So, or we do have our, I guess still do but but yeah that that experience of going out to see a movie has always been so special for me since i was a little boy yeah. i loved it well yeah. people still do it for kids i think because yeah, it's a lot so. easier to get a kid to watch a movie at a theater than at home because at yeah. home yeah. they're just going to be constantly screen. getting up and running around and not paying attention and i mean they kind of do that in theaters anyway but it's it's easier well, when you go to a kid movie, you just expect exactly. kids to just act like kids. And yeah. the big, gigantic screen is more important to kids, I think, than to adults a lot of the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Because it yep. just seems so much more impressive and important when you're a kid. Yeah. 
when people watch stuff on their phone. I mean, I have the tiniest phone. I watch all sorts of stuff on my phone, and it, it, it doesn't impact the, the quality of the enjoyment. Right? Yeah, depending on what you're watching, it's like if it's not a strictly visual film, like, well, you know what I mean, like special what? effects and visual fidelity and that sort of thing, if those don't really matter, it doesn't matter what you watch it on. It, it really doesn't matter, except except for, what's a show you like? Oh, yeah, Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> Oppenheimer. You can see those No, big, not Obliterate. Yeah, or, no, not uh, Obliterate. <laughs> Obliterate, Obliterate, yeah. Obliterate, you see, that, 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 that's a visual yeah. show. You, you went that on a big screen. Yeah, big screen. Have that 4K. Got to have that big screen nudity. <laughs> so how do they price out actors now? Because you used to make movies for movie theaters, and then you used to make TV shows for televisions. How do you know what you're shooting, where it's going to end up if there are no movie theaters left? Is it just all television performances now? Will it pay differently because it's a people aren't actually paying to get in? They might be subscribed to the channel, but they're not paying twenty dollars to get in to see a movie. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, and all movies end up on the screen. Yep. Yeah, they do. You know, sometimes they have to reformat them. You see, though, that sort of thing with the black bars and whatnot. But they mm -hmm. it. That's very interesting. Is that are they filming everything as it as it's going to be on TV, or they? I don't. That's a good question. Very good question. How the formatting and everything like that. Yeah. Because what you're is not the? Make as much. Do you know what what the aspect ratio of a theater screen is? No. no. Depends, I don't, it, it depends on the screen. It's not you know, sixteen the, by nine. I know that much. The inside of the sphere is going to be entirely different than. Uh, you know, you know the uh, inside of one of the uh, multiverse theaters, or what do you mm -hmm. call them? The, yeah, but I wonder multiple if, theaters. I wonder if they're going to start shooting movies, or if they even have started shooting movies at sixteen by nine specifically, because that's what everyone has at home. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But then, if they do that, then that means that theaters, it's going to be, it'd be pillar boxed, right? And that I don't know if people would like very much. Yeah, but they. Yeah, they they wouldn't like that in the theaters. But. No, pillar boxing on a theater screen, it would look awful. But, you know, if 90% of your audience watches on a TV, then you the, format it for the TV. Yeah, well, you're going to pillar box something. Yep. If you, have, if you have to do it. Or they could just change the format of the screens uh, in the theaters. At theaters, yeah. Just cut off the sides, basically. That's right. Mm -hmm. So my question is, again, are they going to have to pay the actors less money because well i'll give you an example there's a new christmas movie out called genie and it's in the theaters but it's also on i think netflix yeah. so if you subscribe to netflix you can watch it for free yep. so why would you go pay 20 bucks to see a movie you could watch for free at home i yep. think there are like it depends on the movie if it's a movie where it's not going to be a huge like Barbie, for example, when everybody went to mm -hmm. go see it in theaters and they're still going to watch it on streaming, you can pay, you know, like normal. But I think if it's a movie where you're not expecting a lot of where it's, you know, more of a straight to streaming situation, you probably mm -hmm. end up paying the actors less because mm -hmm. you're like people just aren't going to come out and see this. In well, theaters. Actors are massively overpaid anyway. It's like if they, they if the average actor took a 50 percent pay cut, they're still making millions of dollars. You know, I don't think I care that much about yeah. that well, for the hot yeah but i'm saying for you know your lifetime style movies where it's you know lesser known actors they're gonna oh, end well. up getting paid but the, less you, one thing about the barbie movie that was a social engagement right. so so you know, it was group, an event a group, yeah. a group of women mostly women but then groups of men mm -hmm. would go see that right and it, it was a social engagement rather than just date night yep, exactly. kind of thing so and 
you know, there's a real, and there's not many movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, what else can you think of another movie that's like Oppenheimer? Certainly isn't that way. No, everyone's no. dressing up like Oppenheimer <laughs> as a, as a nuclear yeah, they uh, got their, know, their, mushroom their... cloud hat. Yep, exactly. <laughs> they just serve they just serve cocktails during the tests in Las Vegas in uh, the shape of mushroom cloud glasses. And you look down this strip, you can see there's one photo at the nuclear museum where you can look. You're looking north, down, north up the strip, and you can see the mushroom cloud going up in the distance. Yikes! If you can see that cloud, that, you're getting exposed to gamma rays. By the way, but the the, the but but not the fallout. Fallout went east, not west. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, fallout uh, decided to settle on all of our farmland. Of course. <laughs> There's a shock. Now, look at the way the world has changed in the last 25 years. So what's in the future? I mean, they're just going to put the movie in your head so you don't even have to watch it at all. Uh, just, they keep they're... trying to push VR. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. No. It's or, too isolating. Or are they going to do just the, the, the screens and the glasses? They still keep pushing those, yeah. too. That's another thing they're pushing. Yeah. They come out with other versions. So you just have the glasses. You're just wearing glasses, and you'll be watching the movie with the glasses, with but, a headset. I don't know. It's like, are you going to, so you'd have to be paying hundreds of dollars for these glasses to watch movies on, but then, okay, you have a friend over and they're like, Hey, let's watch a movie. What are you going to do? Put on two separate pairs of glasses and sit across the room and be like, Oh, Hey, uh, did you see what just happened? I I don't think the television is going to go anywhere for a very long time. If ever. Yeah. I agree. Well, now the screens are so big anyway the screen television yeah. screens are huge well that's the thing is you can get a 4k television that's running at 120 hertz for like 500 bucks and it's like that's 60 right inches yeah. it's yeah right. T- yep. that's the thing is tvs are in a better place than they've ever been by far whereas movie mm-hmm. theaters haven't changed at all except maybe the transition from analog to digital but most people would never even notice that. Yeah. And I've been seeing people where, like, you can create your in-home video walls where essentially you have, you know, four TVs yeah. that are yep. you know, 60 inches. Oh, yeah. You put them together, you got a switcher, and now you've got one yep. massive screen. So, yeah, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah, there's all sorts of insane stuff you can do at home, and it's all pretty affordable, too, especially, well, huh. like I said, it's like a very decent at-home monitor that's going to give you almost the clarity of a movie theater it's like five, six hundred dollars, maybe a thousand tops. But I mean, a thousand dollars—that's fifty movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When those first came out, they were about ten to fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. That's right. I and they'll continue that. to drop in in, in the, value. The they'll OLEDs. get cheaper. Yeah. And the, oh yeah, once OLED becomes like consumer level affordable, that's uh, I think that might spell the end of anything that isn't an OLED. And projectors, I mean, by the way, projectors cannot match that contrast ratio. No, no, but I mean, you you can watch all TV on it. You don't have to just watch movies on it. No, no, exactly. Yeah, so, but I mean, they were incredible. Well, I was living over in Kenwood when the big screens first came oh out, my God. and they were projectors. It was kind of a curved. Oh, screen. from the back. Oh, yeah. Yep. When I first met you, you had this ridiculous box in the middle of the living room. It was like. <laughs> The size of I don't even know a baby elephant. And yeah, that was they were they were a projector, and they weighed that much. I was like, "Who has this?" Yep, this hunyuk that I'm dating now. Where did I live when I first dated? You were in Brooklyn Center. Oh yeah, out there. That's right. Oh, not on. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Just yeah. Out. Yeah, that's right. You basically had a had a couch and a projector and a bed and a whole house. <laughs> that's I was like, wow, what a bachelor pad. I, I love seeing people post like guys can really live like this and be happy. And yeah, it's like a chair, yep. a refrigerator, yeah. and mm-hmm. a TV. And TV. That's, that's what it was. You can sleep that's in a exactly chair. Yeah. There's no art on the walls. No, nope. there was art on the walls. <laughs> oh God, yeah. When I when I met Melissa, yeah, I had like nothing on my walls, and now every inch of our walls is covered. Every inch? Well, not literally, but you know. Yeah. The real estate is taken. Well, that's why you can't. That's why you can't have that giant screen. You got to get some of that art off the walls. <laughs> Andy, that, that, there's your problem right there. Well, the half of the reason we can't have a giant screen is because our house is like all windows. So it's yeah, all that's true. Anywhere oh, you put a screen, lower, it's going to glare like hell. Your lower level playroom eventually will make a good movie theater. Yeah, oh, yeah. eventually, but it's, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Ethan will destroy okay. anything he touches at this point. <laughs> I got to tell you a quick story. My very first projector, huge screen television, I bought when I lived in Kenwood. So I was probably 26, 27 years old. And I invite my family over, and I won't say which one of my brothers it was. I won't rat them out like this. But there was a uh, a little, something had landed on the lens. There were three lenses, different colors, that would project onto the screen. Yep, red, green, and blue. Yep. And uh, there was something landed on the green one. Therefore, it reflected up on the screen. There was a little dot on the screen. I went to the bathroom, and I came back. And one of my brothers was trying to rub that off the screen, hmm. not knowing that it was on the lens. There was a stain this big on that screen. I had to get rid of the screen. He ruined the screen. I will never forget that as long yeah, as I dumb know. shit. Way to go. I could say way to go, big T, because all my brothers' names start with a T. So I'm not revealing anything, but. I'll never forget. I came back and I went, oh, my God, he just destroyed. And that television was expensive as a... No, you can't touch those screens. No, God, no. no. They don't even have those anymore, do they? Those projector screens you can't touch? No, I think all of them you still can't touch. No, but they... Still- modern projector a modern projector can project on pretty much anything. Like, they, um, I, know, I mean, the screens, if you get your hand oils on yeah, there... Yeah, you're not get, supposed to really... The special touch the screens, screens, yeah. But yeah, 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 you're right. Because they have like special paint that you can paint yeah. on your wall yep. to use as a screen if you wanted and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Melissa's uh, brother, mm-hmm. he's got a projector. He just goes out and projects it onto the garage door during the summer. Yeah, our neighbor's doing that now yep. for yep. games. It's like becoming a thing. Games. It's like people yeah. just project yep. it onto the side right. of their house and it looks pretty much just fine. Yeah. He puts it on his garage door. And it's, it, it looks like a movie screen. Yep. Because it's a flat garage door. It's not mm-hmm. pocketed or anything. But yeah, it's a good way to go. All right, we got about two minutes left. Any closing words? Don't put obliterator on the uh, on the projector. <laughs> on the projector screen outside. Outside, yeah, outside, no. yeah. yeah you might that's, get the rest. Once again, that's yeah, a, beyond the limits of polite society. I think. <laughs> I suppose. All right. Anybody Jude. else? We're good. What's wrong with Jude? Jude, as soon as Dad says, "All right," oh, he yeah. jumps up. He he's like, nuts. "Time for the podcast to be over." Yep. Yeah. He knows it's over. You're out of here, yeah. Jude. He just has to go go through the door, and he's, he's home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is, All right, we will talk. What? What's nice weather here? We got reasonable oh, yeah. weather through. Yeah, it's above know, freezing. Above freezing. We're we're in good shape. Well, good for you guys. I know. How's the weather? How's, how's <laughs> the weather? Is, is, is it warm there? Uh, Boy, look at the time. We'd love this view somewhat, perhaps. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>